Uh, I have. I, I mean, it's hard because um, my mother, you know, my mother died when I was a baby. So it's, she got murdered. Welcome to the Secret Life Podcast. Tell me your secret. I'll tell you mine. The best way to support the show is to subscribe and share. If you haven't left a review or ratings on iTunes, please do. It helps more people find our show. And if you want to be on it, please shoot me a note at secretlifepodcast at iCloud.com. I just have to give a big shout out to those that have had a podcast before. It is no joke. And one that I love and loved being part of and felt so whole after doing it is the Mental Illness Happy Hour with my dear friend, Paul Gilmartin. I think he's on his 500th episode. He's been doing it since 2011. He's truly a badass man. He brings such an honesty and humanity when he is talking to his guests. I mean, he has on everybody you can imagine. Athlete, doctor, I mean, to name a few. We have Tiffany Haddish, Mark Maron, Neil Brennan, Rob Delaney, and Katherine Hahn, who I adore. Even the New York Times calls the Mental Illness Happy Hour a perversely safe place in which he and his guests talk about their fears, addictions, and traumatic childhoods. I mean, come on, is that not a good review? So I just want to give a shout out to him. He inspired me to start this podcast to help other people. So if you guys have a chance, please give a listen to the Mental Illness Happy Hour with my dear friend, Paul. Get new episodes every Friday on iTunes, Spotify, Stitchers, or anywhere you listen to your podcast. Welcome to Secret Life Podcast. I'm Brianne Davis-Gant. Today, I'm pulling back the curtains of all kinds of human secrets. We'll hear about what people are hiding from themselves or others. You know, those deep, dark secrets we probably want to go to our grave with, or those lighter, funnier secrets that are just plain embarrassing. Really, the how, what, when, where, and why of it all. Today, my guest is Dixie. Now, Dixie, I have a question for you. Yes. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) What is your secret? Well, I've thought about this. Um, I, I, you know, I, I wanted it to be something juicy, like something. I wish you guys could see her face right now. She just had her hands <laughs> over her face and covering it. Okay, go on. Well, yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm sure it should be something sexual because you know I did. I used to be somewhat of a sex addict and Mm -hmm. which I know nothing about that, (laughs) but now I feel like I'm very sex positive. And then, but my real, real secret, and I've had, and I have so many, you know, like, uh, so, so many, but like in high school, I slept with my high school teacher. I slept uh, a couple years ago. I slept with, uh, not, not, no, not a couple, like 15, a, a homeless guy. Oh but, my god. I love but, this. Keep going. <laughs> but my real real secret that I actually currently struggle with is I cannot stop stealing from 365. Oh my god. Okay. Let's get yeah. into this. Yeah. Okay. You cannot stop stealing. Now what is from, No, no, no. Only from 365. 
But what is 365? I don't even know what that is. Whole Foods. (gasps) Whole Foods. You're a Whole Foods stealer. Yeah. What I do is I go to this, I go to the salad bar and it's an elaborate salad. Mm -hmm. And then I go to the self-checkout and I will only charge myself for one slice of pizza, which is $3. (gasps) And I, and I can't like, I'm in a 12-step program, a couple of my sponsors like, okay, you need to stop doing this. If you keep on doing this, you are going to drink, you know, and I, I know it's bad, but I can't, I, uh, I just don't, I, I can't help it. Okay. I mean, I can't help it. I mean, you can't help it, but listen to me and I'm going to be very transparent. I have stolen in the past. I always say I'm like, I've lied and cheat and stolen, And I have to say, just even saying that right now gives me anxiety because when I used to steal, it was like, I was so ashamed. Do you feel that? Like, no. Or is it, oh, okay, good. Well, I'm glad you don't. (laughs) I did. That's the problem. That's why I can't, I see it. And I, now I want to, well, yeah, now I want to stop. Well, I can't. Salad bars are no longer. That's true. There is no, no salad bars, but you still think you would be doing it. Well, I do see it as white privilege now, you know, and I don't, I don't like that. Okay. So I'm going to go back. When was the first time you ever stole anything? Was it at the salad bar or was it somewhere else? No, and that's, that's why I feel like that it has deeper roots. Like, um, my dad would steal a lot of stuff. And even as a little girl, I'd be like, dad, I like this headband. He goes, just put it on. Let's walk out, you know? So, wow. and I don't talk to my dad anymore. Um, I haven't talked to him in like over seven years and it's my way of, I think of like having somewhat of a relationship with him by just stealing only from Jeff Bezos. I want to say. Okay, so your dad a lot like helped you steal the first time. Oh yeah, but we stole all the time. Like we would, you know, crash so many parties and like what was the first party you crashed? Do you remember that? Yeah, it was a Nike part, a Nike town party, and we would get in and it, it was just a lot of fun and we would crash a lot of weddings. And oh my God, you were the original wedding crashers. Yes, we, we were, but there's a dark side. He would then like, he was a sex addict. And Mm -hmm. so he would just be off, you know, with women, but I would be eating and dancing and eating, eating and eating eating the cake. I would be eating the cake. (laughs) So was your dad like hitting on the bridesmaids and stuff? Like, was that his Oh yeah. I mean, or just women. I mean, he hit on everyone. He just, (laughs) yeah. But I do feel connected. I don't know. I feel at first I I'm like, Oh, well I'm stealing because I'm broke. But then, you know, as an actor, money comes and goes. So when I'm broke, I'm really broke. But when it flows from the residual gods, you know, and I Oh, yeah, you get that check in the mail. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yes. It's like, oh, there is a God. I still am stealing. So it's like, it's weird. It has nothing to do with the money. And I think that's what it's about. I do want to hit two things. So the salad, what, is probably 10 bucks? Right? Uh, girl, or do you fill that you salad up? <laughs> I, <laughs> it's like $15. Okay. 
So that's a big difference, like three to 15. And even if you have the money, you can't stop, right? Let's just say that out Yeah, or it's like, I don't want to give Jeff Bezos money. Like, I don't even want to pronounce his name right. But like, I... I don't know. I, I just don't want, it's like, it feels wrong. Is it like a principle? Like it's a moral. You're like, he doesn't need any more money. He's already charging blah, blah, blah for. He doesn't need more money. At the same time, I buy Lululemon pants. You know what I mean? Like. Those are really expensive. I don't even have Lululemon (laughs) pants. They're too expensive. I know. So it's like at the same time. I mean, you're working out. Why would you spend (laughs) that much money on workout clothes, people? It does make your butt look good. I I guess I just don't care what my butt looks like at a certain age. I'm like, whatever. See, I'm single. True, um, true. Okay. <laughs> but let's get back. So the first time your dad, you know, you crashed a wedding, you he made you, not made you, told you to steal a headband. Was there other moments in your childhood that you remember like it was applauded? Yeah, we would just always walk out with things. And also, um, when I first moved here, my brother was here mm-hmm. and we would eat at Whole Foods in Santa Monica on Bundy and we would go back for seconds, you know, and no one ever said anything to us. And it's like, okay, let's eat for free. We could have like this, you know, Whole Foods yeah. salad bar is pretty nice. Oh, it's very nice. Yeah. And then we would just go back for seconds and no one would ever say anything to us. I just have always been doing it. Wow, that's so fascinating because for me, the stealing, it always was this thing about, I deserve this. Like, I don't know what, for me, every time I took something, I was like, I deserve this. I don't have to pay for this. Yes, I do feel entitled. I do. I do feel like I deserve it. But but at the same time, it's just like, oh, I've had such a hard life, you know, and I, I need this, sal- I need to eat healthy. I need these croutons and, <laughs> and Brussels sprouts in my salad. But I used to steal a lot more. Like I used to work at Starbucks and I would steal their CDs and um, and steal the food too. But I don't do that anymore. It's really just 365. I don't steal from Lassen's. I don't, it's just, but if, it, if Lassen's had a self-checkout, I would be stealing. Let's be honest. So any place with this self-checkout needs to watch yes. you when you walk in the door. Yes. <laughs> I, at first, I thought it was something light, but then I feel like, and then people, my sponsor's like, you really need to stop. You, this is, you need to make an amends. You're going to owe all this money. And I'm like, dude, do you know how much, I mean, I owe them a lot. And she goes, you're going to have to say something. And I'm like, I can't, I can't find, I will one day. And she's like, this is very serious. And I just can't, but there's a, but, but I can't, well, now I don't go to groceries. I I don't go to three sixty five. Yeah. Because they're not open. They're not open and salad bar. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, I'm surviving without stealing right now. You are you, are you hanging on by, by a thread? Do you feel like you're missing a high? No, it feels good. It feels good that I'm like doing things the right way, but I do, I, I, I want to, how else am I supposed to connect with my dad besides mm. calling him? Right. Oh, that just made my heart hurt a little bit. Mm. So you're not talking to your dad. 
No. And this was a behavior that you two shared together and an yes. activity and a bond. Because mm-hmm. when you do something that is against the law together, usually there's like trauma bonding. Yeah. So when the salad bar opens up, are you going to make plans to not do it again? Are you going to pick up the call- phone and call your dad? Have well, you thought he- about it? Those things? Well, he did text me a uh, happy birthday on my birthday, which was a few months ago. And he's been texting me for a while and I don't respond, but I did, I felt like doing something bad. And so I'm like, Ooh, I'll, I'll text him back. And I just said, thank you. Um, and, but I don't think I want to steal anymore because there's got to be another way for me to connect with him in a healthy way. Me connect, actually talking to my dad is unhealthy. Well, it is. About, yeah, yeah. Like, have you tried, for my father, I'm also going to be very transparent. We had a very bumpy relationship. And the first year of my sobriety, we didn't talk for a year because he wouldn't respect my boundaries. So I totally get, you know, complicated relationships with parents. But I have to tell you, you know, Woman to woman, the moment I allowed him to be him, but still held my boundaries, and it was like our relationship opened up. Mm. Like I said, he's ne- I can't expect him to change, but I will keep my boundaries, and you will not talk to me a certain way. Is it something like that, and you've tried to set boundaries, and he just doesn't respect them? Well, I used to have all these boundaries, like, okay, I can't call him before an audition. I, You know what I mean? I... I have to stop giving him money. I can't have a conversation with him without him asking for money. I could say mm-hmm. no, but, but then there's other stuff. Like he did, there was some sexual abuse as a kid. So, and I wanted him to just admit to it. And he's always in denial. He'll just deny it. I'm like, you don't even have to say you're sorry. You just have to admit the things that you've done. Right. And so he does. He just lives in fantasy worlds, you know. Oh, um, I, 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 you and I relate so much right now. Mm-hmm. Like a parent that lives in fantasy world. And when a parent, and I'm a parent now, doesn't take responsibility for their behavior, it's, it's almost like a betrayal as a child, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a betrayal. And I feel like there there are boundary issues. Like he never touched me, but and he never hit me, but he did have sex in front of me consistently. Like he wanted me to watch him. So I just which is wrong, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, throughout know, my enti- yeah, entire childhood. Yeah, and I know a, a man that his mother did that to him, and it's very, very abusive. Yeah. So I have dealt and talk to someone about that. So I get that. But is there any way that you can connect to him and still hold the boundaries, not steal? Well, my therapist says that the ball's in his court. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'll have a relationship with you. All you have to do is admit the things that you've done. Right. That's it. So it's it's up to you to come to me. Saying, okay, Dixie, I know... I shouldn't have done that. Or I just, I know I did all, all these things, A, B, and C, but I, you know, I only have a few more years left. Let's, let's, let's make this amends. Out. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think he'll ever admit to anything. So here's my next question for you then. 
when have you or when are you going to grieve the loss of this relationship? Uh, I have. I, I mean, it's hard because um, my mother you know, my mother died when I was a baby. So mm-hmm. it's, she got murdered. It's a long story. I've got mommy issues and daddy issues. Um, Every, we all do. Yes. Some are a little yeah. more extreme than the others. <laughs> it's like both. Um, but yeah, grieving my dad is, it's complicated because he's still alive. You know, it's different than grieving my mother who's dead. And in a way, in, in a way it's easier because my mother's dad, I kind of have this fantasy of her, you know, she'll always be like a young angel, you know, never doing anything wrong. Yeah. Whereas my dad. She's not really human. She has no flaws. She's a mystical creature of my imagination, honestly. Um, But my dad is deeply flawed and, and he is my only parent who think, oh, I have to hold on to him. But I just see the before and after of like cut having him in my life and then cutting him out. And it's just like, okay, oh, wow, I could breathe. Also, he's very manipulative saying that he's the only person that loves me. Don't trust anyone. You know, he just will plant these seeds of. Yeah. Just Dope. Talk, yeah. Talk, it's abuse. What it's you're abuse. saying is yeah. abuse. And I get that. And I get that he's still alive. And it's sometimes it's harder to mourn the loss of somebody in any relationship, a friendship, I had to mourn so many friendships that mm. were no longer healthy for me or a parent. And it's harder than if they just died and you'd have to mourn them. But there is a process which I felt helped me to actually like mourn of what I wanted it to be, what I imagined, what I fantasized for it to be, how my, you know, blah, blah, blah would change. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's harder. It's so much harder. It's so much is, but you are doing this behavior that's hurting you. Yeah, I guess I feel like I have to come to acceptance that my dad will never change. I mean, he will never, he will be who he is. Yeah, probably till the day he dies, probably even on his deathbed. If he's like you say he is, he will go, you know, in the fantasy of what his, mind will allow him to remember. Yeah. I mean, I do have a fantasy of seeing him with a, you know, and going back to new Orleans with a baby on my hip saying, Hey, you know, hi, here's your grandchild. But until then, why does he like children? Or is that just a, that's just like, Oh, here I, I've, I've, not that baby, not that having a baby is a form of success or anything, but it's like, you know, I'm here. I am grown up. Right. And look at me now with a baby. A baby? I could say that right now, but you know, <laughs> I with a two year old, I have to tell you, <laughs> you do not feel like a grown up. You feel like you're losing your mind sometimes. <laughs> But okay, there's some other things I always like to attach these kind of secrets mm-hmm. to the seven deadly sins, not in the religious sense, more in the character defects. So let me name them for you. And do okay. any of these attach to the secret of stealing from the salad bar? Okay. So we got pride, greed, lust, the gluttony, envy, anger, and sloth. Yes. Well, pride, because I'm like, oh, I deserve this. 
Um, gluttony for sure, because I'm like, I want to eat, 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 eat. Um, I am envious of Jeff Bezos or is that? Yeah. And greed. I don't want to, you know, give any, I don't want to give Jeff Bezos my money. Yeah. I hear you. It hits a lot. Okay. And then the other thing I also like, who is this secret harming and who is it benefiting? Well, I think it's really harming myself because it can't, Jeff Bezos will be fine. Um, but I think it's, it, it's like, oh, I feel like I still have to remain fucked up. You know, like I come from a fucked up family, so I still need to do fucked up things. I, you know. Oh my God, my mouth is a jar right now. You just ding, 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 hit the hit the nail on the head. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Like you seem, you've been working on yourself and you and I have talked about it and you, you know, looking at your life and this is like maybe the one thing you're holding on to of your past or not having to like completely grow up. I know. I I know. I know. Grow up. That's another thing. (laughs) Well, there's like a whole chapter in my book called adulting up and how I hate Mm. adulting up. Like who wants to pay the bills? Who wants to pick up the dog poop? Who wants to be responsible? Mm -hmm. Not me. But that's it. That's like this thing you like you are holding on to. And and I've done it too. Like I hold on to these little things where I can just be a little deceptive, like Mm -hmm. a little like sneaky but sometimes it feels so good oh believe because, me, i get because it. it's familiar you know yeah. and it's just like oh yes this is this is who i really am when it's not i have worked on myself that's why i'm like secrets i have all these sexual secrets but i've kind of i'm not there that's not who i am right now but this is definitely this is who i, I mean i'm still stealing yeah dixie now in 2020 of course i haven't no at the beginning of the year i did but ever since covid so you know, they the shut down the salad bar. This is Dixie at the beginning of 2020. Yes. Still stealing. <laughs> but do you see that? I mean, that just blew my mind because I can think of the ways I self-sabotage mm-hmm. that yeah. are similar. Like when you make that batch of cookies and you eat all of them mm-hmm. when you really don't need to. Or like when you walk into Whole Foods and you charge yourself $3 instead of yeah. 15. It's like this little thing that we do to like chip away at our self-worth or something. I guess I just don't want to let go of the old me. Like I'm still clinging on, you know, I'm like, I like who I've become. I've done so much work, you know, and it feels good, but it's scary to like completely let go and yeah, so I'm like, even if I'm just holding on, even just a little thing of 365, I'm not stealing from other people. I'm not stealing from department stores. It's just this one thing. Right. But I can't, it's like, I, I know that's my last. Is that release. your last? That's my, I want to mm. see. Is there anything else that you feel like you do just to like not adult up or just to hold on? I mean, I guess I love gossiping. But <laughs> I'm I'm from the South. That's just again, it's like that's who I am. Southerners gossip. Um You know I'm from the South too. You know that, right? So yeah. yes, don't you wait, where are you from? Atlanta. Okay, okay. Well, all right. So yeah, you you get it. 
I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever give up on that. But because I think it's it's a matter of gossiping or also speaking up. Right now, it's like it's exciting times. We're like speaking out. So right. sometimes that speaking out is gossiping, but sometimes it's just speaking out. Okay. Here's my last question for okay. you. How are you going to move forward in the future? Well, um, I do think even though this pandemic is awful, Mm-hmm. But it's good also in a lot of ways. And it I really don't think there'll be salad bars for the rest of 2020, honestly. <laughs> I, not until there's a vaccine. Yes, we don't no. need anybody's paws all over the arugula <laughs> salad. No, I really don't think there will be any more salad. Uh, who knows? I mean, I'm hoping I love salad bars, but I really don't think there'll be any more salad bars for at least 2020, maybe even 2021. Mm -hmm. And it gives me time to reflect and be like, I, it's okay. I don't, I can pay. I can be an adult. I could pay for my salad. You know, I don't have to steal. I don't have to do something sneaky, something bad, something, you know, something fucked up. I could just be a worker among workers, as they say. Ah, I love it. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your secret and being so vulnerable and open. Well, thanks for having me. And if you want to be on the show, please email me at secretlifepodcast at iCloud.com. Until next time. Thank you again for listening to Secret Life Podcast. Please subscribe, share, send me a note, and you can always support the show with a donation on our site secretlifepodcast.com. Until next time, bye.